Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina, and I'm here with Vicki and Kim, and we're going to talk about junior year today. Junior year, 11th grade. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. It is. It's a big, important year. Why is it so important? You know what? A lot of people don't know that it's a big year. So actually, we hope that some of you who are listening wow. are going, why is junior year a big, uh, um, what, what happens yeah, junior, junior year? <laughs> We're hoping that some of you are listening to this going, yeah, why do they all think this? Because I don't, it's another year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Senior year is a big deal, right? That's yeah. when you get ready to graduate. But no, it's junior year. Okay. Yes. So what's so special about junior year? Well, it's, so it's special in different ways for non-college-bound kids and for college-bound kids. So, shall we start with non-college? Yes, please. Let's start with non-college. And let's also remind everyone that it's okay if you're not 100% positive which your kid is. You might be either or both. There are still some kids who Mm -hmm. have not nailed that down yet. And if so, you need to listen to the whole podcast and think about both types of importance in junior Mm -hmm. year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also in the framework of while we want to raise everybody's blood pressure a little bit. (laughs) A little bit. Just, but in the sense of really then also do your deep breathing and calm down because there's not one right way to homeschool high school Mm -hmm. your teens. And no grade is the end of the world anyway. So 11th grade is important. Mm-hmm. But it's not the end of the world. And if you don't do 11th grade our way, does not mean that all of a sudden you're going to hell because we, <laughs> we don't hold the keys there. <laughs> and we don't even want them. Oh, we're all so thankful for that. Yes, yes. Okay, so junior year, you've gotten through ninth grade where you've adjusted to life as a high schooler. And then 10th grade, a lot of kids kind of get their feet under them and they start running a little bit and they are involved in lots of stuff. And then they're, they're starting to plan for 11th grade and they start going... Before we graduate, uh, we, we need this and we need this. And I haven't I haven't gone on a missions trip yet and I don't have a part-time job yet and I should be doing more service hours because I want to be attractive to uh, college admissions officers. And, 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 and before you know it, that blood pressure is at stroke level. Yeah. So we have to do deep breathing. So yeah. now let's say breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. <sighs> Now and, pr- and, and pray. Yeah. Always that pray. The first, last, and always. Always pray. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, junior year is that point at which you sort of go, wow, we only have two years left until graduation. What do I want my transcript to look like? What experiences do I need to find time for and make energy for right. before we graduate? Yeah. And a lot of times, kids who are going right into the workforce have been spending ninth and 10th grade kind of discovering themselves or discovering what their strengths and weaknesses are, or admitting it to themselves. or um, So that, those have been years of kind of struggle and, and uh, like, what the heck. So mm. by junior year, the kids know where their weaknesses are and are usually in touch with that. Like, okay, mm. I know that I am not ever going to be an Einstein in science or math. And that's okay because God gave me other gifts. But to decide, okay, what do I want to do with that? And Mm -hmm. to start really developing their coursework around their strengths and their interests and uh, apprenticeships and shadowing and so really leaning into career exploration. 
and also to make up for weak areas that might prevent them from graduating. So like if they hated math and haven't been doing it, they need to buckle down buckle. and find a curriculum that they can work with. Right. Yeah. And so sometimes yeah, you might need a little like exploration as a mom to find a curriculum to help your 11th grader catch up and uh, you know, maybe work with a tutor or use AGS's math or um, you know, find an online program that does the remedial stuff. Took us seven math curricula till we found the right geometry one for one of my yeah. children. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, several of my kids did the pacemaker mm-hmm. geometry because it just wasn't going anywhere else. But that was it was a, a, a catching up year, you know, mm. for kids who what you want is senior year to really be able to launch them into being ready, you know, mm-hmm. to graduate and move right into the workforce and not graduate and go, Oh, wait a minute, I've got to get a job. Mm-hmm. So you know, have next? the academics kind of under control during eleventh grade. And if if those kids know that junior year is about catching up and being ready to, you know, you explore and get ready to launch in senior year, if they have a vision for that, they're more likely to cooperate. Like, let's work hard in junior year because senior year is more about career development. Um, they can say, okay, we can do this one year of character development. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So um, that's kind of how junior year is looking for a workforce bound kid. How about Mm -hmm. college bound kids? It's a little different there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So college bound kids, you want to really sit down with them and do the the beginning of the college search Mm -hmm. discussion. Like as a family, what are we willing to contribute to this? because you need to start gearing that transcript towards the colleges that you may be interested in. And so like if, if you've got a, a kid who's thinking, uh, you know, like Harvard or something, you know, junior year, you've got to make sure that transcript, hopefully they were thinking of that earlier because they yeah, right. Harvard That's... all the way from ninth grade. Yeah. But a more competitive school, you know, you need as a family to, to make sure that transcript and the opportunities for that transcript to develop are, are sharp junior year. Because that junior year is the last year that will be completed on the transcripts when the kids apply in the fall of senior year. Because the colleges don't know what those kids are actually going to complete mm-hmm. in senior year. They're going to accept the kids before they've seen completed courses. Mm. Say that again, because actually I didn't yeah. realize that with my oldest in high school until you said it to me mm-hmm. yeah. at our 10th grade review as he was yeah. finishing 10th grade. So say, say that again, because everybody, I, I think it's easy to think, oh, we've got until the end of senior year to get everything out there mm-hmm. that we want the college admissions mm-hmm. office yeah. to see. But Yeah, junior year is the last year that colleges will see the completed work that your students are doing. So it's the last year they'll look at to see what is the capability mm-hmm. of your teen. So sometimes, you know, if a kid has struggled in ninth and 10th grade and didn't really get their feet under themselves academically, if they have an amazing junior year, it kind of negates the, the negative of ninth and 10th grade. Um, and if they're going to a competitive college, they're, they're gonna look first at that junior year and then mm-hmm. at the others. So. You want your best academics on that junior year. Mm-hmm. So I always tell the kids, you just plan to work really hard and wear yourself out 
during junior year mm-hmm. in a balanced sort of way. So, <laughs> Says so take, the good, healthy counselor. <laughs> so you take a deep breath and make sure as parents that, that your kids are working hard academically, but also they're not going to be healthy if they don't have their extracurriculars and they just have off-the-clock fun. Because if they don't have enough laughter in their lives, they're going to burn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what are they going to do college with? So. Yeah, and, and rest. Yeah, you know it's it's kind of underrated, and it's such a good point that you make, Vicky. That that this is teaching our kids life skills wherever they're going next, whether it's career bound or military or college or whatever. If if they are learning those life skills now, even though they may enter a period of their life where where they're less balanced, they'll at least kind of have that to fall back on, right? And kind of be a good foundation for them. So our our high-performing kids, usually in junior year, I have taught them a time audit Mm. and have them look at what their academic schedule is. Because we've all known kids Mm -hmm. that do nothing but study around the clock. And, you know, say, when's the last time you hung out with your friends? And they go like, well, I have some friends. Uh Uh-huh. I don't remember when uh, I, I, see see them, I see them. I see them in classes. <laughs> we right. have we have a whole podcast episode just on time audits. Yeah, and there's um, blog posts on it. I yes. think at sevensistershomeschool.com, yes. yep. and we may have even done a Facebook live on the Seven yes. Sisters mm-hmm. uh, Facebook yeah. page. Mm. So yeah, we really believe in time audits because. Um, actually, time audits for mom are not a bad Absolutely. idea either. Absolutely, we all think that we know what we do with our time until we do a time audit and we actually track it for a week or so, and we see, and then we say, "Oh, wow! wow. Didn't realize that." Yes. So yeah, for the Type A kids, it can be a literal lifesaver, mm-hmm. and for the kids who are. Um, uh, fits and starts, you know, they, they run great and then they just crash and mm-hmm. set themselves back again. Um, they can see that kind of pattern and, you know, slow and steady yeah. is a whole mm-hmm. lot healthier. Mm-hmm. And for kids who want to go to college, but they have fallen into the easy to fall into pattern of watching YouTubes all day or, or yeah. video gaming all night Snapchatting or whatever. Or, yeah. Yeah, that, that if they're honest with their time audit, then they can decide for themselves how to recalibrate. Mm-hmm. Um, but that junior year to set that expectation of a college-bound kid needs to make sure that this is the year everything that's supposed to be powerful looks powerful. So if they're an English major for college, and if they haven't decided that, they need to do some career exploration, but they're leaning toward English major or or the humanities, make sure they've got honors level credits or advanced level credits in there. If they're a science major, they need to make sure that that junior year is got heavy math and and science at honors or advanced level. So that way, that junior year looks like sparkle. Mm. Want to make electives in their interest areas. So, you know, build the electives in that way. So we've got all kind of posts that will help that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. the idea is juniors should be tired mm. and they should be learning balance. And senior year is way more about just building the interest part of the mm. transcript and finishing off the core courses. But the colleges and the military are looking at junior year. That's mm. your year. Wow. Okay. So um, good to know. Yeah, different different 
focal points for college bound or workforce bound, but the same general idea that by junior year, you have some idea of what you want to be doing after high school. And you should be very intentionally creating that year to point toward that goal. And if you are struggling with how to do that, or even maybe how to make sense of exactly what is our goal with this student, I'm just not sure. You might want to look for some one-on-one coaching. And I'm Mm -hmm. just going to, here, close your ears, Vicki. Don't listen. So I'm plugging Vicki right now. Vicki has a fantastic uh, coaching service that she offers through VickiTillmanCoaching.com. And she is bringing decades of experience working with young people who are trying to figure out what comes next and how do I equip myself for whatever comes next once I have some idea what it might be. And that can be a really overwhelming thing. And for some kids, mom and dad are a great fit for helping them figure that out. And for other kids, mom and dad are scratching their heads saying, yeah, we got the same questions. We're not entirely sure here. So that objective coach can be an absolute lifesaver. So there we go. Okay, you can open your ears again now, Vicki. Oh, thanks, girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's the best. Yeah. So um, look on the blog at sevensistershomeschool.com um, because there are so many things there that help you, whether you're planning for junior year or whether you're not there yet, but you listen to this episode sort of thinking ahead. Um, we have posts on what a solid ninth grade looks like and what a solid 10th grade looks like. And you you need to have goals for the whole of your high school experience of big overarching you know, character goals and, and what kind of person am I hoping my kid will be by the time that they walk across that, that platform at graduation. But then goals for each year academically and socially and emotionally and um, all, all of that stuff will make high school rich and rewarding and will also take a lot of the fear and stress out of it, particularly for mom. Mm-hmm. as you're planning what to include and how to pace things and how to structure your year. Could I do a shameless plug? Oh, please do. Please do. So the, the kids who need to show some high-powered courses on their transcript, that's why Seven Sisters has developed the curriculum that we've developed over mm-hmm. the years because we've been working with all kinds of kids mm-hmm. at different levels for decades, right, mm-hmm. girls? Yep. And, uh, and so all of our literature, all of our writing, all of the elective courses, the financial, everything is levelable. So there's instructions on how to make an advanced or honors level and uh, how to bring it down if you need more remedial level. So it's, it's like the work's done for you. Right. And so you can do history at a level two if that's not your thing. Yes. And you can do lit and writing at a level five if that's your kid's thing because there's not one right way to do this Mm -hmm. and it's very important though to be intentional with what we do right right yeah the um the curriculum that we're talking about too we there's six of us and we have a lot of kids among our families Mm -hmm. but it wasn't just our own kids Mm -hmm. that we used that we developed this curriculum while Mm -hmm. teaching because we've been blessed to have a very active local homeschool community Mm -hmm. with many 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 families in it and we've had co-op experiences with smaller groups and we've also had the umbrella school high school experience with a whole lot of students Mm -hmm. and it's it's been um really exciting to see how things that we initially developed thinking of our own kids and our best friends kids that then we were able to share with these classes of from families that we didn't even know before they enrolled their kid in our class Mm -hmm. and we saw how easy it was to adapt 
the coursework to different types of learners, to different levels of, of confidence. And um, so we're not making it up when we say it really has mm. been vetted by homeschool students oh, for decades. Yes. And um, it really can be easily adapted to your mm. needs. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Ebookstore, sevensistershomeschool.com. Look around. Plus, there's a whole bunch of freebies. Freebies oh, are good. Yeah. Freebies, freebies are, are good. good. Lots of freebies. Freebies. So, um, yeah, if nothing else, check out the freebies. There yeah. you go. There you All go. Right. And continue checking out the podcast, please. We love it that we hear from Seventh Sisters who tune in and like what they're hearing and find it helpful. And if you like what you're hearing and you find it helpful, we would find it helpful if no. you would go to <laughs> iTunes and leave us a review and say, hey, I liked it and found it helpful because <laughs> that makes iTunes like us. So if you could leave us a review there and maybe some stars, yeah. we would we would really appreciate that. Yeah, feel free to put it in your own words because there's not one right way to do <laughs> leave a, review a review on iTunes for the Homeschool High School podcast. Sorry, I just had to do that. <laughs> that was good. That was good. All right. So until next time, thank you for joining us. This has been the Homeschool High School podcast from 7sistershomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.